Good day everyone, this is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Ty. Hello. How you doing, Ty? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I told you I'm very stressed from this car honking a couple hours ago, but hopefully it stopped <laughs> and it won't haunt me again. I'm moving soon, so I won't be haunt by, like haunted by it ever again, but... <laughs> Who knows, maybe it'll be a new honker in the new place I'm going to be living at. Um, but I'm very excited today because we have a really, really cool guest with really, really cool streams. Zombay. How are you, Zombay? Hey, y'all. Uh, I'm kind of chilling, you know, vibing out. It's, uh, you know, past my kids' bedtime, so I'm lit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Party time. Party time. <laughs> Oh my gosh, but thank you for being on. Um, I'm very excited to talk about Stardew Valley today, which is all the shared game that we had. Uh, I personally have always mixed feelings on Stardew Valley. I had it on PC, played it, I think, two years ago, like, grinded the shit out of it, got burnt out, but then recently revved up it again with Jess and Ty, because we have, like, a communal farm going on. Mm-hmm. but I'm still feeling very mixed. Um, but yeah, how do you guys generally feel about Stardew Valley? I love Stardew Valley. I like it because it allows me to turn my brain off, uh, mm-hmm. and it allows me to like kind of just get really deeply involved into something that isn't like the world, you know? Uh, it allows me to just kind of shut off and kind of vibe out, and I can do it with friends, which I like, and it kind of, like, sharpens your delegation skills with your homies. <laughs> like, nice. you know, but, like, I just enjoy the fact that I, I don't do the grindy thing that everybody else normally does with it, where they jump in, they're just like, I'm grinding all the things. Like, I still haven't finished my center at all. I don't even know if I'm close. Uh, I just kind of play it to, sh- to shut down. I like selling my little stuff at the farm and making cheese and you know kicking it with my friends i i haven't really played it in that way of like grinding towards achievements i guess like i do most other games uh how about you ty um i i like stardew um i definitely kind of hop in and out of it uh just because like i'm not super great at the farming sim stuff when it gets to like the actual farming part um which ends up being a pretty big deal in Stardew past a certain point if you want to keep, like, progressing. Um, I just, like, I get the concepts of, like, rotating the crops and all that stuff, but, like, in practice, I always end up, like, not plotting out my farm very well, and then it's just, like, a shit show. Um, but I do like it. It's fun, and I like our little, uh, uppercut farm. Um, and I think, like, it was definitely the first farming sim I actually really enjoyed because I wasn't a fan of, like, Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing, um, the one this year obviously being an exception. Um, but yeah, Stardew was the first one I really liked, and I have it on Steam and Switch now. So yeah, it's it's a good time. Mm, that's, that's neat, because I was going to bring up if you guys have played, like, other kind of, like, farming or life simulators kind of, like, related to this. Like, I... I love New Leaf, like, when it came out. I played it for a very long time. Um, having Animal Crossing New Horizons now, I haven't been able to put as much time as I wanted to it, because just of other things that I have to do. But um, I think one sort of, like, 
grindy simulator I remember doing. I don't know if you could relate it to Stardew, but it was Thrillville, which was just making a park and then talking to everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was so fucking good, though. I, I miss it a lot, but kind of, like, going around and just, like, making sure things are okay kind of brought me back to, like, PS2 moments and having Thrillville. But I never finished Thrillville because I couldn't afford a memory card at the time, and my PS2 would overheat, and then it would just freeze. But, um, Daniel, what are other kind of simulators you guys have played um, and if any at all, um, Stardew Valley kind of brought up any memories. I, okay, so this is a deep confession. Everybody huddle up. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed all the farming simulator games when Facebook, like, first started. <laughs> oh, like Farmville? Like Farmville and, like, all that stuff, man. I love that type of stuff. Oh, my God. I'm, like, showing my age. But, like, I dig those type of games because they were fun, passive ways for me to, like, shut my brain off. So, um, fun fact about me, I have lupus. And so I have chronic pain issues. So when I play games like these... It's almost cognitive behavioral therapy for me. Um, I don't focus on my pain. I'm able to, like, focus and be, like, present in the tasks that I'm completing, if that makes sense, instead of uh, present with my pain. So playing Farmville and stuff like that were really great for me when I'd be, like, getting blood transfusions or sitting in the doctor's office. And so games like this kind of just, like, move that forward for me. And then uh, there's another game out called Pumpkin Days. Do you guys know it? No. Okay, guys. It's by a wonderful black dev. She's really amazing. Uh, you should look her up on Twitter. But Pumpkin Days is very similar to Stardew Valley. Has like I think 180 dateable NPCs, which you gotta love the range. Wow. You gotta love the range. Because um, <laughs> you know I love to try to you know seduce other game players and to fall in love with me that are NPCs. <laughs> it's a fun. <laughs> I'm suckered into it. Okay, you know it. Call it quarantine thirst or whatever. I'm enjoying trying to win uh, my NPCs <laughs> over into relationships. <laughs> but like, I just feel like games like this are fun for me. I uh, I like simulation games and I like survival games. I like time management games. All of these things are little ways as a gamer that I practice, like, being present and being mindful. So when I play games like this, it's really, like, a a testament to me doing mindfulness, you know? That's so cool. I'm looking up Pumpkin Days right now, and I'm in love with how they animate those fucking cats. They're so fat. They're so good. We love a chonky, chonky cat. Oh, my God. Ty, I don't know if you're looking up the game right now, but it's really cute. I need to. Um, How did you find this game? Um, so fun fact, um, Pumpkin Days is a dev and she streams on Twitch. She also used to occasionally like do stuff over on Mixer. So I came across her through one of my friend's streams and saw her streaming and was like, okay, let's go check her out and became, you know, somebody who goes into her stream regularly and I enjoy her. Um, you know, being another black woman in the gaming industry, I like it. She does a lot of STEM uh, streams where she does the coding for the game and she takes input from you while she's live, which I love. Um, and I fell into it and started playing it and Pumpkin Days became something very similar to, uh, you know, a little bit a little bit bigger, I guess, than the, the pixelated art of, uh, you know, Stardew Valley. Because for me, like... Stardew Valley. 
pumpkin days. Let's just be honest. I have over 1,200 hours in Animal Crossing. Uh, (laughs) You know, like, I enjoy, like I said, it's just a really great way for me to deal with, like, I deal with so much stress or anxiety. Like, I, I use gaming as I, as most people do, I think, as, like, a nice escape from the world. But for me, it's also an escape from, like, physical pain. So um, I'm able to just kind of, like, cope, I guess, and make it. Animal Crossing definitely helped me through the first days of quarantine because I promise y'all I would have lost my mind if it wasn't for Animal Crossing. <laughs> and uh, there's just these games that are so, like, I don't know, chill and pure that when you play them, like, I don't know. You just don't. You're just transported fully into like. I'm worried about my outfit and what. What am I growing right now? What can I take to the shop? And you don't think about anything. And then when I play other games, you know, I'm like achievement hunting and wanting to do crazy stuff. But when I play games mm-hmm. like these, I'm just vibing and I can't wait for my friends to see my cool stuff. You know, like Animal Crossing. I'm always like, check out this amazing shit I got, guys. Like, look at my dope outfit. It's, I didn't even, you know, like it's, it's lame, but it's awesome. So I, I just like the camaraderie that these type of games do. And I love that Stardew Valley is on every system, like, which I own it on every, on everything. I I own it on my (laughs) Switch. I own it on the Xbox. I own it on my PC. Like I have it on mobile. Like it's just a, a, just a little, a pure bean of a game. And I like how many layers there are to Stardew, too. Like, Stardew has a lot of layers to it. You can get really involved and go achievement hunting and go all in if you want to, but you can also just kind of casually chill and nothing happens to you if you don't move forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. That was such a good answer. I'm emotional. I'm emotional. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, bringing me back to when, like, a couple weeks ago, uh, Jess, very big sweetheart, uh, she got me Stardew Valley on the Switch so I could play with Ty and her um, to make kind of, like, a town together. And it was really nice. I, I would say so, right, Ty? Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah, it was fun. That's so sweet. Yeah, we just had a pals night and hung out and played Stardew together. Yeah, we're just all on Discord talking. It was, like, a really good and chill time. It was, like, I agree with, like, taking kind of, like, your mind away from, like, general stress from, like, real life. Um, And I think everyone who's kind of played this game can, can say something about that. I know when I first played it and, like, burned through it, that's why I have, like, mixed feelings because I associate this game with, like, that period of my life. Um... It did help through a lot and kind of just, like, give me a huge distraction. Um, and now going back into it, uh, it's it's mixed for me, for sure. But I'm slowly coming into it and liking it again. I don't know who to date this time. Um, <laughs> so many the- <laughs> choices. So many choices. As a bi right, woman, I don't know. Dating? As a bi woman, it's like I, I feel... I feel like I'm at a buffet and I don't know who to choose from. Okay. Like I, I am <laughs> legally obligated to dunk on Jess for always dating Shane. Um, Wait, does, just, does just pick Shane every time? Yes. Well, you know, there's something to be said for liking what you like though, right? Like, you know. I mean, I guess, but like when the dude is the worst, it's just like, uh, no, stop it. So initially, doing initially for me, I tried to go after Linus because like. 
I just thought he was a pure bean. And, like, I love the fact that he was eating out of, like, trash cans and he didn't care what, like, you give him. Like, he was just, he was just so, like, low. He's just vibing. He's just vibing. And I was like, me too, bro. Like, let's vibe out and dumpster dive together. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want to love you, Linus. And, like, that's kind of me with, uh... With that, but I, I like to uh, marry my real life friends in game. Um, I don't know if you guys have done that That's yet, cute. but uh, I, I like. I did not know that was an option. It is. Yeah, I didn't either. It is. Hi. It is. Hi. Is this a Monty proposal? Is this a proposal? <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Stardew, Starbuds <laughs> love right now. It's happening, everyone. It's happening. No, but I mean, you can like marry your friends. Like, you guys can get married and all kinds of stuff. So, like, I don't know. I just am, I just play the game and kind of chill on that kind of stuff. Like, I bring people things because I like to bring them joy. But, like, I was really after Leah for a little while. Like, she's kind of cool. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of went after Marty, Marnie because I like her, uh, like her attitude with animals. And then I was like, maybe I should just go after Haley because she's the unattainable bitch in the game. You know, like, <laughs> like I really. Haley's a face. She's a, Haley's a face. She's, a, she's such a mood though. Like she's such a mood. Like she's such a mean girl. But like, you know, I kind of was like, I'm kind of into this. Am I into this? Like, I, I don't know. You know, I just. I play the game and I kind of just whatever I'm feeling is what I'm doing. Right now I'm playing um, with my star buds, with uh, three of my other star buds who are also streamers. My friend Pika Trulian, who I adore, uh, was like, hey, let's get together and start a farm. So now I'm like back in full swing. And um, I'm not gaming as much these days because I've been more doing a lot of political activism on my channel. And so I haven't got to just play games and sitting down and playing Stardew again. And just playing games has been kind of really nice. Because <laughs> you can't be, you know, it's good to turn off, like, the activism part of me for a little while, too. Because, like, Stardew is so nice and pure. I don't have to, like, yell at people about anything when I'm done playing Stardew. <laughs> yeah, it's like rest time. Yeah, it is. And I, so many people I see, like, they like to dunk on Stardew and they get stressed out by it or this or that. And I'm like, guys, nothing bad happens if you do nothing in that game. Like, you've you've told yourself some weird narrative that we have to play games in a very specific way, you know? And I guess that's kind of what the games industry does to us, you know, is it kind of tells you you have to, like, complete games. You have to finish them. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I think also that adds on to it is just kind of like the... The, the slap in the hands that we get from Animal Crossing characters when we don't kind of visit for a long time. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's, like, passed on to Star 2. Because I know I felt like that, like, the first time I played it. And it was kind of nice where it's just like, oh, some crows took my plants. That's okay. I can just regrow them. Um, it's really nice that no one yells at me in the game. <laughs> I love games like that. Because even on Animal Crossing, they kind of yell at you if you're gone for a few days. Like, they kind of harass you. And and yeah. I feel very stressed out by that. I'm like, y'all just chill. I have three kids in real life and I'm trying to get my life together. Plus I'm fighting depression. So I need y'all to like back up. Oh, okay. Like, you you don't have a job. Yeah. Freaking frog villager. Listen, all right. Yeah, they're like they're like, Where you been? We were starting to think you ditched us. I'm like, I did ditch y'all. <laughs> they're living fine. Nothing's wrong with them. Nothing's happening. They're okay. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, let's see. I'm trying to think of other stuff to talk about Stardew Valley on. But really, it's just a good old time. You just 
chill time. It's just the vibe and game. What do you guys like? Do you build your farms? Okay, do you guys build your farms for like animal like food production, or do you guys build your farms for like wine or like jams? Like I'm a jam maker. I enjoy making all the jams. I just love planting shit. Like yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really have like a strategy. It's more just like I just kind of plant shit and hope for the best. Who, it's who, like, which one of you guys goes in the mines? Like a ridiculous amount. There's always one that's like in the Jess. Mines. Yeah, it's Jess. Jess. Yeah. yeah, that's me. Jess, Jess was like, so mad when we were playing and she couldn't get to the mines yet. <laughs> I was like too early into the game. Yeah, I like wasn't <laughs> open yet and she was so pissed. It's like the first day. <laughs> That's me. I love being in the mines. Like, I will literally pass out down there and lose all my items. I don't care. I stay in the mines <laughs> so much. I remember the first time I experienced, like, meeting the fucking wizard. Um, yeah, the wizard is so, like, such a weird part of that game. Yeah, like, why does he have a cowboy outfit on? And he, like, I don't understand. He's, like, some weird Like, the magical wizard. realism part of Stardew is very odd. Like, the fact that there's, like, the little spirits in the town hall as well. Yeah, like, but they're, like, aliens, but they're, like, spirit. Like, we're not sure. Like, it's, the whole game is wild. Like, if you really sit down and you think about this dude, like, who came up with the game, like, you're just like, this is wild, bro. Uh, and and I like the fact that they're going against like this big Walmart corporation. It kind of appeals to like my inner activist. I'm like, yeah, down with Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, like I get it and I love it for like the weird random things, like this m- mouse that's selling hats out of the house. Like, he, yeah, like, <laughs> like the, you know, the, the weird swamp monster that's like down there that the kids are upset about. Like everything that like happens on the game is so wild. Sometimes you're just like, what even like. Where did this come from? Like, but it it makes the game like have this weird like it's not real. So I, I guess it takes the shine off of the reality of the game when you're playing. You know, like you don't feel like you're playing a super life simulator if there's these magical elements. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It, it's like so much in this game that like feels really good. Um. I'm trying to remember if, like, this is the correct fact of this game. This game was only made by, like, one person. One or am I thinking of a whole yes. other person? Yeah, one, no, one guy one made guy. this game. And he's working on a follow-up that's, like, very Harry Potter-ish. Like, that's just insane that, like, one person can make just such an impact on, like, just this game with other people. Um, I think this is very hopeful for the future of gaming as well. Um, Because I was, like, trying to remember if this was this guy or just some other game that I was thinking. But I'm happy if it was this game. Um, I don't know. I don't think if I was to make a game, I could put this much effort into it. I give him so much credit. I think it's amazing to to think. And it kind of makes making a game seem accessible, even though, like, it's probably not. (laughs) But, like, it makes you feel like, man, I could come up with an idea for a game, you know. And that's how I feel when I watch Pumpkin Days, too, like. She makes it seem like it's accessible. Like, she puts a lot of work into it, but she also, you know, saw something she wanted to do and made it come true. You know, and, and those kind of things are really cool and I feel like very necessary in gaming because we see these giant productions from, like, Naughty Dog and, like, all you know, we see these things and it seems like, wow, I could never do that. But then to see something that's much more scaled down, like Pumpkin Days or any any other smaller indie games, really, and it makes you feel like, 
gaming is accessible. Development and gaming is accessible and something you could do. And there's different ways to do things. There's different levels to, to gaming that are, that are really beautiful if you slow down. Not everything has to be, you know, Spider-Man. Um, some things can just be Stardew Valley. And there is a place for it in the world. And I think that's kind of kind of dope, you know? If you guys were to make a game, what would it be about? I want to make a good coffee shop game. That's cute. That's very Thai. Hmm. Mine would definitely be some sort of simulator, and, and it would have something... Like, it'd be like a survival game. I love survival games. Like, uh, Seven Days to Die. Ark mm-hmm. Survival... Ark Survival Evolved is my favorite game of all time. Uh, so, like, Ark, because I love dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like, I would do something like that. But, like, I was on another podcast yesterday, and we had to come up with our own game. And we started coming up with this game about, like, the city of Atlantis, and I'm 100% into making up a game about Atlantis. I think it would be so cool. Oh, my gosh. Like, a survival Atlantis game where you get to be, like, a mer-human. You could be, like, a human on land and a mermaid in the in the water. Like, I feel like that would be 100% a game I would play endlessly. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> oh, no. You gotta make it. You gotta make a game. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a game that... I would make I think it would be being able to maintain the capybaras in like <laughs> their like sauna pool I think that would be oh my or, like... god like a, like a capybara sauna sim where you have to like oh my have gosh. little snacks and stuff for them I'm and like in. hot towels I'm in I say less say less Monty, Monty Monty save that when we eventually branch into games <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be so cute. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, it seems like we all really love Stardew Valley, um, one way or another. Uh, this game was developed and made by Cornered Ape. Um, it's available everywhere. I'm sure everyone has heard of this game. And if you haven't touched it, I think it's on all stores for like 15 bucks also. It's pretty cheap, too. Yeah, that's so so affordable. Because so many games are mm-hmm. so not affordable right now. Like, I look at games and I'm like, mm, do I want a pair of dope sneakers or do I want a video game? Like, that's where we're at. <laughs> and I feel like it's one after the other, too. Like, Ghost of Tsushima just came out and then we have fucking Cyberpunk coming in, like, a month or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many games. Too little time. Um, But let's get into our rest of our list of the playlist i'm very excited um zombie since you're our guest do you want to go first uh about what i've been playing lately yes mm-hmm. um okay yeah uh so obviously there's stardew valley in there obviously I, I still lightly dabble in animal crossing so that i don't get yelled at uh and also i've been playing arc survival evolved they just released a new map called the crystal isles and uh, I've been exploring that and having a really good time playing it. Um, it's really beautiful. It's got, like, new tameable creatures, which are, like, crystal wyverns. They're, like, dragons with crystals all over their body, y'all. They're amazing. Um, and I've been playing that pretty heavily and Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I have I just... Dead by Daylight is fun. I, I didn't realize how competitive Dead by Daylight scene is. Like, people are really serious about that by daylight i just scream and swear a lot um 
Mm-hmm. Haven't really figured out like all the cool perks and all the cool stuff, which there's like whole reddits about these things, y'all. It's like the community is huge. Yeah, it is, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm really actually liking it. And I don't like scary stuff. Uh, full disclosure: I hate horror things. Like anything horror is not for me. I feel like the world is already rough enough, so I don't dig it. But like Dead by Daylight gets your blood pumping in the best of ways, and it. Also has this weird like competitive esport type of like community behind <laughs> it, so I'm I'm really digging it. Nice. Um, I know they have like a whole bunch of like DLCs that are really cool. I know mm-hmm. they had like the Stranger Things one, and then they had like I don't know if this is like limited to like Halloween time only, but they had like the Michael Myers one. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I I just recently played against a Freddy Krueger one, so let me tell you, it's very much all the time. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, that sounds I hate so Freddy scary. Krueger. I hate Freddy Krueger so much. Like why? He's very scary in that game. A lot of the killers in that game are very scary. It's um, very stressful. Like I want to wear one I of those started... heart rate monitors because I get so stressed. Like, yeah, I started playing with um, Amy from Gaming Magazine and some of uh, her pals, and it's a spoopy game. Like, I enjoyed it. It was less scary than I thought it was going to be, but it's a fun time. Um, what is that fucking thing that, like, takes you from the sky? Like, what is the lore behind Oh, I that? don't, I don't know. I was going to ask Amy about the lore of that game, and then I thought about that, and I was like, that's not a conversation I want to have. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I want to know because I'm like, what is this thing sucking me up from the sky? Because I played it, I think, a couple times. Yeah, like, I, I think the first time I ever saw Dead by Daylight was watching you stream it. The entity. What? It's the entity. Where is it taking me? Um. Okay. So let's... Here, I'm gonna here. I'm gonna tweet at Amy right now. <laughs> hey, at Amy. So, the Entity is a malevolent being that created the nightmare realm of trials in which the killers and survivors are trapped. There's not much known about it and is rarely seen, except for when it manifests to claim its sacrifice survivors. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's so much. That's so much. I'd like (laughs) to know where I'm going (laughs) to feel better about my really shitty playing. Um, <laughs> I feel like knowing that's not going to make you feel better. <laughs> oh, listen, this get, it gets creepier. Apparently, it's from an outside reality and came to this reality no. to satisfy its hunger and hunt victims. That reality. In that reality, it was thousands of years old. Uh, uh, it likes, no, to, it like likes to lure people into the fog to kill them. <laughs> I want to stay up tonight. Uh, You know what I do when I have moments like this? I watch Disney Channel (laughs) to purge all the bad, scary things out of my brain. But yeah, apparently the entity enjoys the trials as a form of entertainment and is willing to give powerful advantages or disadvantages to them to tip the scales to make the show more interesting. That's creepy. I mean, dinner and a show. I get it. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. That's goodbye. That's just fair. (laughs) this is so scary okay i'm gonna continue this this is creepy and scary i'm gonna stay up tonight um don't go on the wiki it's bad it just goes no yeah (laughs) i just want to go ahead and just preface it with yep i'm upset 
I'm upset by this. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> oh no. Well, now I, I look at that whatever it is coming to get me in a different light. Um, <laughs> Ty. Yes. What game have you been playing recently? Uh, I have been playing a game called Bird Alone, um, which is a mobile game. Uh, you can do. I have it. I don't know if it's on Android. I have it on iOS. I've been playing it on my uh, iPad, and it's by uh, George Bachelor, who also did uh, Far From Noise, which is a very pretty game. Um, and this is basically like you open the game, and then it like asks if it can use your uh, location so that it can base the weather in the game based on the weather around you. Um, and then you start it, and you meet this little bird, and they're a little parrot, and you get to name them, and then you become their best friend. And so every day you hang out with them for a little bit and talk to them and do like poetry or write songs or whatever with them and hang out or you can make music and then at certain points during the day the, the bird will be like hey like I need some alone time now but I'll see you later or I'll see you tomorrow and then you say like okay and then like you can still hang out if you want to but like they won't really talk to you or like say anything new until you get like the notification or whatever uh but it's cute and I like it the bird is my friend I've seen some screenshots of that game, and it, like, touches on, like, existentialism. Mm-hmm. Um, why? <laughs> why? Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm still only, like, a few days in, but it's, like, like, the bird is basically, like, the framing is, like, the bird is really, really lonely when you meet it, and you're, like, you become its best friend just because you're kind of its only friend. Um. And then, yeah, like, it just, it, it's, I don't know, it's cute, but not in the way that, like, Ooblets is cute. It's a little bit more, like, I don't want to say, like, genuine, but, like, it's definitely not trying to be cutesy. It's more just, like, oh, this is cute just because it is. Um, it's like, you have a friend and it's nice. Yeah, well, and the bird will say stuff like, oh, like, like, the bird will ask you, like, oh, how's your day going? And you can say, like, oh, like, oh, it's good. Or, oh, I'm not feeling that great. And then, like. If, if you say, like, oh, I'm not feeling that great, the bird will be like, ah, oh, damn, like, it won't curse at you, but it'll be like, oh, like, I'm sorry, like, that's a bummer, but, you know, like, I'm having a hard day, too, but, like, we'll get through it, and, like, you know, and it, and he just, like, randomly yells, and I was, like, oh. mood, fair, because <laughs> that's also <laughs> what I do. Um, nice spurt of relief stress. But yeah, like, 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 if you tell the bird like one day that you're having a bad day, and then the next day you say it's better, the bird will just be like, "Great! I'm so happy to hear that!" And you're like, "Thank you, I appreciate it." Um, but yeah, it's cute, and it's just like the bird like thinks about like being alone and stuff, and friendship, and it's yeah, it's cute. I kind of like that. It's nice. That's really nice. I wonder how long the game is then. Unless it just keeps, it's like an ongoing thing. I don't know, yeah, because, like, you can, I think it might just be, like, something you can kind of do. I don't know. That's so, that's so nice. I know kind of, like, AI apps have been, like, pretty popular during, like, quarantine time. I know, like, there's issues around the app but i know like a lot of people have downloaded replica which is like an ai friend that you can talk to 
And as it gets to know you more, like, you guys can talk about stuff, which is something I don't recommend. Um, that's because I just don't <laughs> trust the internet. But um, <laughs> that's really nice to hear that there's, like, a cute and, like, gamey way of, like, doing this. And also, like, the art is really cute, too. Um, mm-hmm. It's really neat. Is there any music at all in the game, or is it just you and the pair just kind of, like, hashing it out? No, there's, like, background music, and then, too, the the bird will, like, take you to different special spots, and there's, like, a waterfall where you can make music with the bird. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) All of this sounds like something I need. I feel like I need to play this. It's very cute. Thank you, Ty. That is a really nice game. Um... I played a game that was very, very short, but very, very nice. It's called Kids. Um, it was made by Michael Frey and by Mario von Rickenback. And this game's like 30 minutes. It's it's not very long at all. It kind of feels like an art installation that you're kind of like dicking around with. It's really cool. Um, it came with the bundle that itch did a month ago and it's it's something um i just decided to play it because i really like the art on the icon because i am a very uh shallow person when it comes to games and (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really cool there isn't a lot of music at all it's it's all about kind of like the sound design of like what you think it's going to be um you hear a lot of steps you hear a lot of little claps that the little people do there are voices in the game that's kind of like disagree or agree with what you're doing. And it's all about just jumping in a hole. Um, <laughs> and you kind of go through the cycle of that over and over again, but with more people. So it starts out with one and then it goes on to like 10 and then it goes on to like a giant crowd of these little people that you have. And it's really nice it made me feel like i was at the museum kind of just watching something and i think that's really needed with me kind of being cooped up in my house and kind of missing that like weird art kind of installation sort of thing that like i'm used to seeing at least once a month from going out and i recommend it because it's just so fucking short and I think it's a little break of, like, everything of what people are playing. So right now I'm trying to get a whole of, like, Yakuza's in. I've played, I think, three already. And <laughs> I <laughs> and it's, it's a lot. It's, like, novella-type stories. There's so much going on. It's a little depressing. Um, but this little 30-minute interval of, like, nice just little sounds, some of them kind of gross because it sounds like sloshing and then like little tip taps of steps is really neat to have to kind of like distract myself from like the novella types that is yakuza um it's i think outside of it if you didn't get the bundle it's only like three bucks um and i think it's just worth it it's 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 really neat um i know those two made another game called plug and play which i will look into since i loved kids so much and yeah I it's it's just a neat little art thing and I really liked it. It um, sounds very cute. It's very cute. It's just I don't know. It's just so fucking weird. I can't really pull like a giant nice like general summary of it. It's just fucking weird. It's 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 so good. Uh I I, I just miss doing weird shit and something that 
can be pulled off like this is kind of like maybe I can do that too sort of thing. Um, Ty, did you have another game that you've played? Yes. Uh, so I have also been playing a game called uh, Blaze Revolutions, which is uh, kind of like... <sighs> kind of like what if XCOM was simplified and also about weed and uh f- fighting uh megacorps um That's too much, <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> so it's um basically so like y- you play as th- it- it's very silly um you play as this like um these two twins whose last name is blaze and their dad is like a botanist um and the world is basically, like, there's this big old megacorp that, like, uses social media and, like, online connectedness to control society. And, like, if you fuck up, you get disconnected. And so, like, all the people who've been disconnected have their own communities and stuff. Um, and so your characters, like, are trying to help out uh, with this, like, music festival. And it gets broken up by the megacorp, like, I don't even know what they're called, like, soldiers or whatever. Um, and so then it's just kind of, like, you fighting back and trying to, like, get your shit back together. Um, and it's, it's interesting. It's, like, I don't know. It's weird because it's, like, it definitely is very political, but it's also, like, a little bit silly. Like, they do lean very much into the, like, weed jokes and stuff. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. It's, like, a fun little game that I think definitely has more going on with it than what I was expecting, so... What did you play it on? Uh, it is only on Steam currently, so that is what I played mm-hmm. it on. Nice. I'm looking at it, and this looks kind of like a very, like, stoner-esque game. It looks pretty cool. I'm into it's it. It's very, it's very much, like, when you meet the, like, leader of, like, the first resistance group you meet, he's, like, this dude named Gus who, like, literally just has a joint hanging out of his mouth and is, like, clearly, like, just blazed constantly. <laughs> he's vibing. He's just having a good time. Um, let's see. Who is this made by? It is made by the Little Chicken Games Company. Oh, that's such a good name. That's so good. Oh, everything about this is perfect. I love it. Um, Zombie, are there any indies outside of, like, simulation games that you would recommend? So I'm, I'm interested to see, like, what indie games have you played that, like, maybe I don't know of that maybe I should look into. Um, have you played Rain World by Adult Swim Games? No. What's that? So, Rain World was made by Video Cult. It's a small indie team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was published by Adult Swim Games. And you play as a slug cat, okay? Oh my god. You're a slug cat. An elongated, like, cat creature. And... You are set to, like, look around the world, this, like, torn apart, broken down world, to find your family. And you can use, like, different things as weapons to escape, like, all these different enemies, forage for food. You find little hibernation rooms before rain comes. Uh, You don't really know how you're supposed to survive and play. It gets kind of different. But you kind of feel like you're just this cat living from place to place. Uh, it's a cute game uh and then it's really the animation style is kind of i don't know it's not like super pixely but it's it's different it's just a different kind of animation feel and the world feels really ominous and feels really dark 
So like while you're playing the game, everything feels like you're just alone. Um, and the mechanics of the gameplay are kind of hard. Um, there's just the enemies are tough, uh, time consuming, like things like trying to figure out where you can like hide from the rain and all kinds of different stuff. It takes a long time and you die a lot, but I don't know. It's just, you feel like everything's useless and fruitless and that you're not going to get anywhere in the game. But then when you do get somewhere in the game, it feels like a really great game. You know, uh, part of mm-hmm. my thing about the my takeaway from the game, like the best part is like exploring the world uh, is more rewarding to me than the game itself almost, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. But it's a really neat uh-huh. little dark game. I don't know. And I, and I just like the art of it. I really found myself sucked in playing it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Is there just, like, an eerie feel to the game the whole time? Yeah, like, it's just a lonely feel. Uh, more than eerie, it's lonely. You're, like, you feel this... I don't know. It's And it's very, like, poignant for, like, what we're going through right now in our world with the pandemic and everything else. You're just, mm-hmm. like... And it's, like, endless rain, trying to fight all these enemies. And you're just, like, trying to find somebody to connect to. And I I really like the game... Because it's really, it's interesting. That's another one that I, like, play in my free time, like, Mm -hmm. that I enjoy. And then also, (laughs) another indie game that I've been playing that I really like is the Colonel Sanders Dating Sim. (laughs) I haven't played that. How is that? It's amazing. It's two hours of pure amazing. Everything that you think about that game, everything that you think you might know about that game going in, you don't know. Oh my god. It is so deliciously good. Like, it is as good as their chicken. That's what that game is. Like, it's just good. You just play it, and it's pure fluff, and it's pure, like, dating sim awkwardness, and uh, it's just a good time. It's a real, (laughs) real good time if you haven't played it. It's fun. It's really fun. It's a treat. Oh, I think I might get it, and I might stream it after my move. When you stream it, you be prepared for how it's, it's going to take you and your viewers down through there. I remember when I streamed it was when I was first establishing myself, like, on Mixer. And, like, people mm-hmm. came in, and they got so sucked in, I built up such a following because we were all so invested in this game. <laughs> <laughs> we were so invested in trying to win, you know, Colonel Sanders uh, over the whole game. It was It was incredible. And it was... Really good fluff. You know what I'm saying? Like, good fluff. Mm. Oh, that's good to know. I'm gonna keep tabs on it, and we'll see. After my move, maybe I'll play it. I'm really interested to see what these, like, little twists might be. Um, Speaking of connections, um, my game that I played, uh, which will be, I believe, the last game. Right, Ty? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it is Hot Pot Panic, which I tried to play on my birthday, but it would not open up on my PC. It is very cute. Um, you are trying to cook your food and trying to pay attention to the person across from you in the conversations. Um, the person will be like, are you listening to me? And you have to make a choice of replying correctly to what they've been talking about, which is hard. Um, because I'm just cooking the food and 
if you overcook it, it becomes really bad. Your stomach won't be full and it's game over. I think you have like three chances of rounds um, and limited like conversations until the person's like, I know what this is about. You're just here for food and they'll walk off. Um, this game is so simple. It's just a point and click. And the animation's really cute. It makes me miss Hot Pot so much. That's why I wanted to play it on my birthday, because usually I go out for Hot Pot for my birthday. Um, but that is not possible now. And I'm really happy that I got to play it again um, and be able to fix it for my computer. I think I just downloaded it incorrectly and I just re-download it. But um, it was made by Keen and Michael Berto. And it's really cute. It came with a bundle. Um, I'm playing a lot of stuff from the bundle because there's just so, so many much. games. So much. So, so much. So, so many games. And they're all really good. Um, but this is just kind of like, I think, another game that you can play in between, like, maybe the really busy games that you're playing. Like, whether it be like me trying to finish out like a series of games from the same developer, or you're maybe in the middle of like Ghost of Tsushima, or in the middle of like, Paper Mario that just came out. Uh, this is, I think, a, also a nice little break. Um, I think it's it's really neat. Also, like, if you're there for hot pot, you're there for hot pot. I don't think anyone makes too, too much conversation when trying to get your food cooked. Because uh, you don't want your meat to go bad. But, yeah, that's something else that I've played. And something else I've really enjoyed. Um... Guys, this is another solid list of games. We're just on it each fucking month. This is so good. We we look at us, real gamers, just doing gaming. It's it's really nice. Um, Once again, indie mixtape is our video game podcast. <laughs> Did you see that tweet from that fucking um? What is it? Account that's called Indie Mixtape, which is like a yeah. music yeah. like. I don't want to be sued. I'm a little scared. <laughs> oh, but they're not bothering us. I uh, dare so... them to fucking try it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Zombie, thank you so much for coming along and opening up to us and telling us what you've been playing. This has been so much fun. Oh, I cannot believe that I got to hang out with you cool humans. Thank you guys for having me <laughs> and uh, talking about, you know, how incredibly depressed and lonely we are while we play simulator and friendship games. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's so nice to revel in that with other humans because, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, I play a lot of shooter games, but it's good to play the quiet games and it's good to play the games that have like a little tint of sadness and it's good to like find other people whose heart are like in the beauty of games, you know? emotion it can it can really do something it can do some things you know <laughs> feelings who would have thought <laughs> um and yeah that wraps up this month's playlist here on indie mixtape zombie where can people best find you i am zombie kills z-o-m-b-a-e-k-i-l-l-z on everything you can find me on twitch you can find me on twitter talking a lot of shit you can find me on Instagram, taking <laughs> photos of cool stuff. But yeah, you can find me pretty much anywhere just being me and chilling. Thank you. Thank you. Ty, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ty underscore g and eight rs. And you can follow me over at Fried Monty on Instagram and Twitter. 
Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut, where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons, and we would appreciate it so much. If you're feeling extra frisky, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash uppercutcrit. And if you support us at the $7 or higher level, you could have your name read at the end of our shows like these fine people here. So super huge shout outs and thank you to our producers, uh, Dale, Chris Egerton, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, JV Gwaltney, janecrash.co.uk, Adept7777, Tyler McCall, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eric Jin, Eli Bergmoss, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, Numera Osman Alamin, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinton Hoffman, Admiral Mapping, and Mikey Phillips. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We all appreciate it, and we love you. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>